What is one thing that you can begin to do that will take your ministry to the next level? While there are probably a lot of different ideas that you have, today I'm going to share with you one simple step that I learned several years ago that immediately changed our ministry, our team, and more. Welcome to Student Ministry Connection. Welcome again to Student Ministry Connection, a podcast for those who serve in student ministry, want to connect, and have a desire to grow. My name is Steve Cullum, and I am so glad that you're here with us today for this episode. Back in episode 85, when we rebranded from the Student Ministry Podcast, I shared that I wanted to occasionally do some solo episodes where I share some things that I've learned in my nearly 20 years of professional student ministry, plus three years of volunteering. And my goal with all of these are to share some ideas with you that should work in the majority of contexts. And that's what I hope to do here on this episode. But before we continue, I do want to tell you all about the sponsor of this episode of the podcast. G-Shades is a youth ministry curriculum and teaching strategy focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. G-Shades has options to fit everyone as well, with three plans to choose from. This curriculum gives you the resources that you need to do what you do better. Do you need message outlines, a discussion guide, and a game? That's just $20 a month. If you're looking for a higher production value, including bumper videos, Instagram devotionals, and parent guides, that's $30 a month. And if you want an affordable, engaging video curriculum, G-Shades has you covered for only $40 a month. You will not find a better youth ministry video curriculum at that price point anywhere. G-Shades really sets itself apart by looking at every life situation that a student goes through through the lens of the gospel and infusing Jesus on everything that the students do. If you want to learn more about G-Shades and its creator, Mike Haynes, be sure to check out episodes 32 and 55. We are so grateful for G-Shades, and we know that you will not be disappointed. So head over to gshades.org, that's G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G to download season four of G-Shades curriculum and use the promo code CONNECTION at checkout to receive an extra $20 off your order. G-Shades, seeing life through the lens of the gospel. Thank you, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. You can find the link to G-Shades in the podcast show notes. You know, one thing that I don't really like is when a podcast host or a conference speaker or an author or someone like that shares something that is incredibly difficult to contextualize, or even worse, when they share something that has their church branding all over it. So here's what I would like for you to do. If I ever share something that is like that, please contact me and let me know. This even goes for language that I use. I know that some of you are at a small church and some of it at a large church. Some meet on Sunday mornings, others on Sunday evenings, and others throughout the week. Some are struggling to meet at all. And others have less programmed times. Some meet with students whenever. Some of you are in cities and others in rural areas and others in suburbs. I think you understand what I mean. But no matter what your context is, I want to share things that I've learned that you can easily contextualize because we're all here because we want to connect and grow. So through me sharing, I hope that you can connect a little bit more 
and also be able to grow in your leadership of students and families and anyone you lead. Also, be sure to note that these episodes will not be in any sort of order where you should start with one before you move on to the next or anything like that. So don't worry about hitting these solo episodes in any sort of order whatsoever. But with all that in mind, today I want to share a simple yet incredibly important thing that I learned several years ago that we need to celebrate the wins. Before we move on, I just want to provoke just a little thought experiment. What has God done in your ministry lately? What are some wins? Whose life has he been changing? What hurdle in ministry has he helped you overcome? Where has he shown up in another leader's life? What has he said through someone that was just what someone else needed to hear? Where has he supplied exactly what was needed for your life or your ministry? It is no secret at all that the last few years have been rough for everyone. And for the most part, the church has not been isolated from that. I remember having conversations with student pastors who had served in over 30 years in their ministry and those who have been serving for like 30 days. And we all had one thing in common. We didn't really know how to do student ministry in a global pandemic. And yet many of us figured it out and we saw God work. We need to celebrate what God is doing. If not, we can easily get overwhelmed with all the negativity, the hardships, the frustrations, all that. It's one way that we can worship God for what he is doing and who he is. And all of that can also bring people together. So today, I want to share five different areas in our ministry where we can begin to regularly celebrate. First, we need to celebrate with ourselves. If you're like me, it's really easy to be critical and focus on all the things that need to be improved. As an Enneagram One, my mind is constantly critiquing. Something that helps me is to regularly list all the good things that are happening. A while back, my wife did this by making a blessing list over a period of time. However you do this, it's incredibly important to take some time and celebrate what God is doing in your ministry. Maybe this is on a weekly basis. Maybe it's a monthly basis. Maybe for some of you, it needs to be a daily basis where you're writing down the wins and you're identifying them yourself. Whatever you do, make sure that you're identifying wins on a regular basis with yourself. Secondly, we need to celebrate with students. One way to gain momentum in your student ministry is to get students sharing their stories with their peers. This can happen up front where they share with the entire group, or it can happen within their small group. Either way, it's important to give them a place to share what God has been doing in their life and the lives of those around them. We call these God stories in our ministry, but you can call them whatever you want. The idea is get students thinking about how God is moving in their lives and the lives of those around them. How are they recognizing what God is doing and how are they sharing that with others as they focus on what God is doing? So help your students celebrate the wins. Third, we need to celebrate with our leaders. Do your leaders have a place to share what God is doing with each other? We prompt all of our leaders each time we meet, whether it be for our quick pre-program huddle or our monthly gathering. We also ask them to submit wins via email or text in between times when we're together. And then we look for ways to share that with others in creative ways. 
this last school year, we actually did an end of the year school party where we celebrated each of our leaders. However you decide to do this and whatever your team looks like, whether it's volunteers, staff, or makeup of both, or maybe it's just that one other person that you got to give some time to these teenagers, make sure that team has a regular opportunity to share what God is doing and to celebrate it together. Fourth, we need to celebrate with parents. It's really easy for parents to get overwhelmed today. Some of you that are listening are parents and you know that already. So we need to give them a place where they can share their wins as well. They need a place where they can share wins with us, with each other, and they need to hear wins from us, the leaders. Too often, we come to parents with ways that their kid can improve or some way that they misbehaved within the group or something like that. But we need to share the good things that are happening too. So maybe Johnny in your group or Sally in your group had a really cool moment where they helped someone else or they understood something about the Bible that they never understood before or whatever it is. Those are wins that parents need to know as well. So let's make sure that we give parents an opportunity to share wins that are happening within their families with us and with each other. But let's also make sure that we share wins with them as well. Finally, we need to make sure that we are celebrating with the rest of our staff. Whether you are at a church with a large staff or maybe it's just you and the senior pastor, it's incredibly important to share wins with others. One way that I do this is by submitting a monthly report. And in that, I'm able to share some updates about the ministry and what other staff and elders should know, but it also gives me an opportunity to share some wins. In a ministry that's easily siloed, even though we don't want to be siloed within student ministry, it easily happens. It's incredibly important to let others know what God is doing in your ministry. So whether it be in a written monthly report or maybe it's a one-on-one -on -one meeting or something like that, however you do it, make sure you are sharing all these wins with the other staff, elders, any other leadership at your church. It's incredibly important for them to know what God is doing in the student ministry. And if you're doing all these others, if you've been celebrating with yourself, with students, with leaders, with parents, you're already going to have a list that you can then give to those staff, elders, other leaders at your church and show them what God is doing. If you don't take anything else from today's episode, just remember that it's so incredibly important to celebrate wins and help others celebrate the wins. So again, I'll ask this question. What has God been doing in your ministry and in your life lately? Maybe a way that you can start celebrating is by leaving a comment in one of the social media posts for this episode. Let us know what God's been doing. We want to celebrate with you as well. I hope today's episode was helpful for you. And if it was, would you please consider sharing it with someone else in the student ministry? You can also use it to connect and grow with them together. And if you want more of this podcast, I'd suggest hitting up that subscribe button on your favorite podcast app or also on YouTube. We'll have a bunch of links in the show notes that you can check out, like how to subscribe, where to find us on social media, a link to my blog, and more. Speaking of our show notes, you'll also find a link to our sponsor for this episode, G-Shades, which is G-S-H-A-D-E-S dot O-R-G. And be sure to use the promo code CONNECTION to save $20 off your order. Thank you so much, G-Shades, for sponsoring this episode. Also, many of you might be excited to hear that Mike Haynes from G-Shades is going to be soon returning on the podcast. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss that episode.
And looking forward, if you are in your first few years of ministry, I wanted to let you know about the first few years in youth ministry conference that Download Youth Ministry is putting on October 17th through the 19th of 2022. And if you'd like to know more about that event, be sure to check out episode 81 with Josh Griffin. I'm actually planning to be there to help out, and I would love to meet you in person if you plan on attending. So make sure you do connect with me there. Thank you all once again for being here for this episode, and remember to stay connected, and may God bless your ministry.